to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to this sick edition of Affirming Truths. I am your sick host, Carla Arges. Guys, I'm sorry about my voice. I have been so sick the last few days. This is my first moment out of bed. Um, Just have had the worst fever and body aches. And normally, I like to come to these Monday podcast episodes researched and full of biblical truth. And today, guys, that's not what you're getting. You are going to get a heartfelt episode in our Advent series on Everlasting Father, but it's really going to be about my experience, not necessarily pulling from scripture, because your girl has just not been well enough to do that. But I did not want to drop the ball on this series, and God is so good. God is so good. So we have looked at Wonderful Counselor, Last week, we looked at our Algabar, our mighty God. And today, from Isaiah 9, 6, we are looking at our everlasting Father. And I'm just going to read that scripture to us again as a reminder, and then we're going to dive in. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, everlasting father. You know that at this stage in my journey with God and in my personal healing journey gives me so much comfort. It gives me so much comfort. And in fact, while I have been so sick, I have had this remarkable sense of joy just bubbling in my heart. You wouldn't be able to tell it looking at me because I look like death and I'm in a lot of pain, but I have had this bubbling in my heart of joy. And while I've been lying in bed sick, I really was contemplating how beautiful it was that God, my heavenly father was looking down on me with compassion I kind of thought about how I feel about Caleb being sick and my heart just reaches out to him in compassion. And I just had this beautiful picture of God's compassion just surrounding me, that his love was surrounding me as I've been sick. And I had this joy. Guys, I'm working on my signature program. I don't know if I've mentioned it in an episode yet or not called Renewing Hope. And it's this incredible course that I'm developing for Christian women who struggle with their mental health to take them on a transformational journey like I do with my one-on-one clients. And this is a pivotal time for me to get crucial work done on the course to have it launch in January. And between having to be at the hospital all day Monday with my mom and being in bed for days sick, I haven't gotten any work done. 
And I should, by all accounts, be freaking out and be stressed and be anxious about how I'm going to get through this volume of work and time. And I'm not. I'm at peace. I just, I just feel like God's like, don't worry. We're going to do it together. This is something I want you to do. And I'm going to enable you to make it happen. I kind of feel like I'm like that wobbly toddler learning to walk. And you know, as parents, you hold them by their hands. Maybe just they're grabbing your fingertips enough so they don't fall, but you keep them going steady. I feel like God has his fingertips down and I'm holding on to his fingertips and taking these first few wobbly steps. And I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know that he has me. And he's not going to let me crash and burn. Like, I just know that. And because I've known that, I've just been able not to be worried while I've been sick. I've just been able to rest in so much joy and gratitude that God gives good gifts because he is my father. I've experienced God the last few days being sick truly as my father. You know, God is so many things. He is our savior. He is our Lord. He is sovereign. But also one of the things he is, is father. And those other things can feel far off, but father is indicative of a close, meaningful relationship. And I have just felt that while I've been sick. And I know that that's not everyone's experience. I know often when we hear things like everlasting father, we can have some trepidation with that if our earthly father relationships are hard. And if you go back to Father's Day, I did a whole episode on that, on the father wound. But really, God is the perfection of anything that we could think of in terms of being father-like. Like, despite how our fathers might have been, if we were to describe what a good father should do, God is the perfection of that. He protects us. He teaches us. He trains us. He provides for us. He loves us. And it's everlasting. There is no beginning and no end. There is nothing that we can do to take him out of that role. It is everlasting. He is like the prodigal son father that even when we make mistakes and wander off, he is there waiting to run to us and put a ring on our finger and a, and a robe on our back. He is our everlasting father. And he is the one that is capable of healing any of those father wounds you may have. You know, we're coming to this time of year and maybe you've lost your dad. Maybe you have a strained relationship with your dad. And that feels hard. But God, Jesus came as an everlasting father to us. That where there are gaps in our earthly relationships with our dad, he can more than fill. And even more than that, even if you have a great relationship with your dad, it can't compare. It can't compare to the relationship with God as our father, he provides, he has provided me such comfort the last few days. It is hard for me to articulate 
what I've experienced being sick. And no, it wasn't me <laughs> just hallucinating with a high fever. Um, what I've experienced being sick has been so much closeness to God. I just had worship music playing for the last, what, 48, 72 hours nonstop while I was sick in my room, just had my phone constantly playing worship music. And man, the Holy Spirit was there with me while I was sick and I had joy. You know, joy is not based on our circumstance. There are other times in my life when I'd be sick and I didn't have joy. I had, oh, why God? Why are you letting this happen to me? Why can't you just heal me if you're supernatural? Why, if you're a good father, can't you just prevent me from going through hard times? If you're really good, you would never allow me to get hurt or to go through hard times. But is that really true? Think about your own parenthood. Is it really true that we never allow our kids to get hurt or go through hard times? Or is it true that sometimes we have to allow the pain experience in order for the lesson to be learned? Is it true that sometimes we have to allow them to experience what they need experience and able to gain that wisdom that they wouldn't otherwise have? We have to let our kids experience their first heartbreak, their first fall off the bike. We don't want to see them hurt, but we know that in growing, you're going to get some bumps and bruises and it will stunt their growth if we never allow them to feel pain. And we don't want to stunt their growth. God doesn't want to stunt our growth either. So he allows us to get some of those bumps and bruises, knowing that ultimately it's for our good. And we may never be able to exactly correlate this bad incident to this learned lesson. And we can't always see how things are going to work out for good. But then the question comes, do we trust our Heavenly Father? He's promised to give us good gifts. You know, Jesus said, which one of you being a good father would give your ch child a rock when they ask for bread? How much more is your heavenly father going to look after you? How much do you love your kids? What are you willing to do for your kids? How much more then is our everlasting father willing, wanting to do for us, wanting to? I mean, Jesus wanted reconciliation so bad. He humbly gave up his seat in heaven on the throne, humbled himself to be born a human and not in a palace, but in poverty. He was a refugee having to flee to Egypt and then come back. He was a refugee. He came from a part of the world, part of Israel that was looked down upon. He was by humble means. And yet, he traded all he had in for us. Isn't that the perfect picture of a father? Willing to trade everything he has in to save our life. 
willing to give up everything he has to save the lives of his children. That's the picture of the perfect father. And that's what Christ did. He's our everlasting father, having given up everything to save his children. I would love for you to lean into that. I would love for you to receive that. Because sometimes we have a hard time receiving the love of God because we don't feel like we're worthy of it. We we feel like our, our past decisions disqualify us. Maybe we have sin in our life that we're currently wrestling with and we feel like God can't love me in the midst of this. And so we don't receive his gift of love. We don't receive his, his gift of peace and joy. Somehow we feel like we're not worthy. Maybe we grew up in our family of origin with our parents being made to feel that way, feeling like we had to earn our worth, earn our love. Or maybe we always had to be on guard, like you never knew what personality you were going to get from your parents and you always felt like you had to walk on eggshells. I know those experiences, they're traumatic, but that's not who our God is. That's not who our everlasting father is. He is the perfection of what you could imagine as the ideal father. He is the perfection of that. He doesn't represent our fathers. He is the perfection of fatherhood. Before my voice goes completely, I'm going to give you your affirming truth. And your affirming truth is, I will receive the love of my everlasting father. I will receive the love of my everlasting father. And like I said, I didn't get a chance to do research. So I don't have an anchoring verse for you right now other than to go right to John three sixteen, and say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's how much he loves us. That's how much Jesus, the son loves us. He is, God is our everlasting father. Receive his love today. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.